Welcome to Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. This is Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. We have some special guests with us today. We're going to be talking with some kids on the loop, uh, Lucas and Marcos Pronk. Lucas is 10 and Marcos is 7. We've got more families out there doing the loop right now, I think, than ever before. So they're going to share some details with you. Uh, before we bring them in, though, I do want to take a moment to recognize and thank our Admiral Level sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Curtis Stokes & Associates, Dog River Marina, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, United Yacht Sales of the Carolinas, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we hope that our listeners will support these businesses that support the Great Loop. And with the business out of the way, I'd like to introduce, we're going to start with Lucas. Um, Lucas, welcome to Great Loop Radio. Thank you. Let's start. Um, tell us about yourself. Tell us who you are and where you're from. My name is Lucas Bronk. I am 10 years old. And where, where do you live when you're not on the boat? Peterborough, Ontario. Okay. We started the loop on July 28, 2016. From Peterborough. So you are several months in at this point. Um, and we kind of, uh, we've been communicating back and forth. And, of course, you're members of AGLCA. But Lucas did a video for his class back home um, not too long ago that's been on social media. And he did did a great job, obviously proved himself as a great spokesman for the Great Loop. Um, but of course, fa- there aren't a whole lot of families on the Great Loop, more than, than we've seen in the past. But Lucas, tell us a little bit about why your family decided to do this now. Well, my dad's an artist and my mom's a teacher, and they were able to get a year off. And so for a while, we didn't know what we were going to do for our year off. And just last January, my mom was doing a bit of research, and she came across the Great Loop. And so we already had a sailboat, so we decided to do that. And has it been a good time so far? Yes, it has been. So you're, um, I guess you are homeschooling while you're on the boat, but when you're back at home, you do go to a traditional school. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, so you made this video that many of us have seen um, for your class back home. It was a speech about the Great Loop. Have you gotten any feedback from them, and what do they think about the fact that you're on this this year off doing this great adventure? Yes, my classmates, teacher, and principal have given me some great feedback about it. Tell us what they said. Well... I think it's really cool that I'm doing this with my family, but really, it's the other loopers and the people they shared it with who are really giving me the feedback. Mm-hmm. I'd just like to thank everyone who viewed my speech. Well, and it's been a lot. We had that on our social media, and a lot of people looked at that, and um I was very impressed because people ask me about the Great Loop all the time, and it's a pretty hard thing to explain in a short period of time. And I think your video was about two minutes, and you did a a great job of just telling what it's all about and really getting the spirit of the Great Loop. So I want to give you some feedback, too, and commend you on that because that was an amazing job. Um, And I know you've kind of started a dialogue with some others after that. And um, 
I know your most recent video, and we'll put a link out to, to that today, but your most recent video kind of talks about the fact that you are a family of four. Um, you're doing the loop on what I would consider a big boat, but perhaps not for four people. I believe it's a 27-foot sailboat. Is that right? Yeah, 27-foot so sailboat. Tell us what it's like for the four of you to be living on that sailboat for a year. Well, for starters, we try to live as simply as possible. And we really just have to try to get along, and that's what helps us the most. Mm -hmm. we, we've got to be creative and make our own fun a lot of the time. And actually, and actually we've just made a video about this about how we do this on our sailboat. Mm -hmm. and, and we will post that later today because your mom did send me a link to that, which is excellent. Um, and I know that was kind of at a suggestion of somebody who saw your first video. Um, have, have you had a chance to do much sailing since you're in a sailboat? I know you've mostly been on inland waters so far. Have you had really had a chance to raise the sails very much? Oh, yes. Yeah? Great. Fun. We have been sailing a lot. Often motor sailing. Mm -hmm. Well, great. Good. Um, so let's go back just for a second to your classmates. Um, have any of them kind of shared what they think? Would they want to do something like this? Are they excited about the experience for you? They are really excited about it. Yeah. And how often do you get to communicate with them back at home? Well, usually through... through them responding and us answering questions with us. Uh -huh. But well, once we Skype them. Sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like they're getting to learn a lot about what you're learning. Um, and just talking about homeschooling, because I know some of the families, and I, I know you've run into some other families out there, and some of them had been homeschooling previous to this, um, but has it been a big adjustment for you and for Marcos to really kind of live and go to school aboard the boat? Yep. What's been the hardest part about that? Mm. I know that's a hard question. Maybe nothing about it's hard. Maybe it's all been pretty seamless and easy for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. We're going to take a quick break um, and play a message from one of our sponsors. And we'll be back in a moment and we'll also bring in Marcos. And Lucas and Marcos will both kind of talk about some of the things they've seen and done prior to, um, prior to our conversation so far on the loop. So we'll be back in a moment. When staying at the new Fort Myers Beach Marina, enjoy full resort access to the Pink Shell Beach Resort complete with concierge services, three pools, and two restaurants, Pink Shell Beach Resort and Marina is located along one quarter mile of Sugar White Sand Beach. As a marina guest, you will have access to their fitness center, shower facilities at the full service Aquagine Spa, Audrey's Market, free beach chairs, a daily newspaper, three pools, and pool towels. Laundry facilities, a game room, and beach activities are available, and the marina portion of Pink Shell is pet-friendly. For more information, visit www.pinkshell.com or call 855-203-5105. Pink Shell is a proud commander sponsor of AGLCA. 
We're back on Great Loop Radio. Our guests today are some kids on the loop. Lucas, who is 10, and Marcos, who is 7, are doing the Great Loop with their parents. And they are from Canada, Peterborough, which is um, one of the fabulous stops on the loop. Um, We are going to kind of talk about uh, what we like to call the best of the loop. And they're going to talk about some of their favorites and some some specific categories. Um, So let's start with your favorite uh, city or bigger city so far. Marcos, welcome. What is your, what's been your favorite city that you visited so far? Um, So my first biggest city is Chicago Mm -hmm. because the deep just is, the deep dish pizza. Oh, you're you're right. I was in Chicago for the Chicago Boat Show a couple of months ago, and I actually brought my son, but he's a little older than you. He's 17, but we really liked the deep dish pizza too. We ate a good bit of that while we were in Chicago, but it's a fun city. Um, how about you, Lucas? What's been your favorite city? Same as Marcos, Chicago. Chicago, and was yours for the pizza too? Yep. Yeah. Days there and saw some pretty cool things. Yeah, what's what's one of the things you saw in Chicago that that you liked? The, the uh, museum there. Did you go Science to the um? Science and Industry Museum. That's so funny because I took my son there too. Even though he's older than you guys, <laughs> we enjoyed some of those same things when we were in Chicago. That was a great museum. We had fun there. Um, how about your favorite? small town because obviously Chicago is one of the big cities and there's lots to see and do there but sometimes it's some of the small towns that loopers tell me kind of gives them the, the real um, flavor of doing this trip so um, Lucas what's been your favorite small town well that would be Tolsonville on Cochrane Island where is that I'm not familiar with that one in the North Channel wow so had you been through the North Channel before since you live in Canada, or was this really your first trip through there? First trip through there. And what was it about that town that, that made you list that as your favorite? The, um, fun fact, the population is 300 in the wow. summer, but there's mm-hmm. actually only one all-year resident. Wow. I wonder what, what he or she does all winter. We actually stayed there for three days in a storm, and the locals were really nice to us. Mm-hmm. Fun. And, and Marcos, how about you? What's been your favorite small town? Well, it was Mackinac Island since the shaved ice. <laughs> the shaved ice on Mackinac Island. I hear a lot about that, too, and that's, that's what a lot of people say is a good stop for them, too. It's a pretty quaint town, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we've talked about the deep dish pizza in Chicago, so that may be your answer for my next question. But my next question is, what's been the favorite new food that you've tried on the trip? Well, that would be deep dish pizza in Chicago, mm-hmm. the deep fried oysters, and the crab claws in Apalachicola. Seafood in Apalachicola. And did you wait a long time for a good weather window to cross the Gulf? Seven days. Seven days? That's not too bad. A lot of people talk about the seafood that they get in Apalachicola, though, while they're waiting. So sounds like you enjoyed that. How about you, Marcos? Um, what? Favorite food. Um, well, it was pizza in Chicago and um, carnivores pizza in Marathon. 
So you're a pizza lover. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> um, how about your favorite wildlife sighting? Have you seen any cool animals out there? Let's well, start with Marcos. Oh, Marcos. Um, I have three wildlife okay. sightings. Um, mm-hmm. One's the manatee that we swam in Crystal River since one was just nestling my tummy. Oh, fun. And the, and the other was... Um, Dolphins were swimming around our boat when we were going in a foggy anchorage, mm-hmm. and and um and sharks in in Marathon. Well, the sharks sound a little bit scary to me, but the manatee and the dolphin are really cool. But talk about the manatee. You actually swam with the manatee. Uh huh. They're pretty so big. Good. Was it scary? Um. For a few seconds, it was. Mm-hmm. And then you got used to it. And then I got used to it. Yeah, and then he kind of came up real close to you and, and snuggled with you for a few minutes there? Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. How about you, um, Lucas? Tell us about your favorite wildlife sightings. Well, for me, that's actually pretty difficult because mm-hmm. I really love wild animals. But I probably say the dolphins in an anchorage in Cedar Key. It was really foggy out, and we were coming in, and at least 10 dolphins were swimming around our boat. It was a different way they were guiding, guiding us into the anchorage. Oh, wow. That's really neat. Sounds like a great, great moment. And, and kind of on that topic, um, what's kind of the most amazing thing that you've seen or done so far? Lucas, well, you can go be, first on this one. Well, that would probably be swimming with the manatee in Crystal River. Yeah. And how about you, Marcos? What's the most um, amazing thing that you've seen or done so far? Um, well, it was, it was a mile three. Um, it was some dolphins and the manatee. And what, no, no, no. It was the manatee and the, and um, Disney and Universal Studios. Oh, so you took a side trip to Orlando. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I'm sure that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm sure Disney and, and Universal Studios would be a highlight for most kids if they get to do that while they're on the loop. What was the favorite thing that you saw? And I know this is a really hard question because there's so many really cool things at Disney and Universal, but what was your favorite attraction there? Um, my favorite attraction in, in Disney was the buff, the um, the cars, and the and the favorite thing, and my other favorite thing, in 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 Universal was was Harry Potter. These were big Harry Potter fans. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've read all the Harry Potter books, then. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, so, Lucas, tell us when your family expects to finish the loop. Well, we, I have to be back for school in September. Mm-hmm. Well, in about five months, so July or August, probably. Mm-hmm. So you'll have to, it'll take you a little bit more than a year, it sounds like. I forgot when you said you left. I left, we left on 
on July 28, 2016. Okay, so it'll be about right about a year. A year. Mm-hmm. So, so you have to be back at school. What kind of an adjustment is that going to be? How is it going to be, do you think, to try and go back to your regular life in a traditional classroom after you've been on this amazing adventure? Well, it'll take some getting used to, mm-hmm. but I'm really going to look forward to seeing family members and friends again. Yes, I'm sure. Well, Lucas and Marcos, you have done a great job sharing your your information and your experiences with us today, and we really appreciate that. Um, I do want to tell our listeners and our members about a program that we're just getting ready to start at AGLCA, and we're calling it a Great Loop Ambassadors Program, and it's basically going to help um, special interest groups is is probably the best way I can describe it to get to share information on the Great Loop. Um, So we know that a lot of our members are, are retired and are doing this as couples, but we're seeing more and more kind of non-traditional loopers like families, like um, Lucas and Marcos's family doing the Great Loop. So we are going to start with some Great Loop ambassadors that are going to represent families on the loop. And Lucas and Marcos are one of those ambassador families, so we appreciate that. And the Wilsons and the Steins who are looping right now are also going to help us with that. So if you are a family with children, who is on the loop or thinking about doing the loop, um, these families that are already out there doing it, we're going to set up an area in the forum for all of you to communicate um, and also feature their blogs and and start off slow. But um, if there's a need there, we'll continue and and do some social media things um, and possibly some seminars too. So we really appreciate the families that are going to help us launch this. And if that is successful and we continue down that path, we'll look at some other special interest groups, for lack of a better word, um, such as um, some younger people doing the loop in their 20s and 30s, um, possibly women on the loop, and and we'll proceed from there. So if any of our listeners have some ideas about that that they'd like to share, please feel free to get in touch with me. Um, My email address is krusso at greatloop.org, or you can always call me at 843-879-5050. Um, that I think wraps it up for today. I just want to thank once again, um, Lucas and Marcos Pronk. Thank you boys so much for being with us. You did a great job. Thanks. Thanks. And safe travels. I know they are in the keys right now and headed towards Miami. So be safe out there. And for the rest of our listeners, thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week with another episode of great loop radio until then safe cruising. <laughs>